Welcome back to the Beautifully Unbroken podcast. I'm Shayla and this is my husband Matt and we are today covering the second part of our series on purpose. We're going to be talking about individual purpose today. So we're here to dig into the Word of God, find those little gold nuggets of encouragement that he scatters throughout and uh, join us as we add a little bit of gold to our day. So uh, I think the first place to start with God's plan for us individually is to understand that we weren't an accident. Uh, God knew we were going to exist before we existed. Uh, We didn't surprise God. He didn't go, oh, I didn't make a plan for Shayla. Completely (laughs) forgot. I was going to draw out her plans for her life, but... Uh, slipped my mind. Didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have to remember that. Jeremiah 1.5 says, He knew you before you were born. Uh, that's the Matt version. Um, it's a little more detailed than that, but that's the summation <laughs> that's of it. That's the Matt version. <laughs> that's the Matt. The MIV, <laughs> the Matthew International Version. So in talking about individual purpose, um, I think that's really important to realize you're not a mistake and God already planned for you. Yes. Um, but when you're personally looking for your individual purpose, I think it intersects at a place where, first of all, your talents and giftings meet what God has put on your heart. So Mm -hmm. the Bible tells us that God has given us all certain giftings to use in the kingdom. So where those giftings and what love he gives you for certain things, those things that he puts on your heart, that yeah. is where your purpose, yes. you find your purpose, where those two things intersect. So, for instance, you have uh, felt a calling, like God put men on your heart yeah. and and calling them to task and getting them to come back to the church yes. and come back to their faith. And that has been, like God put that on your heart. And um, <clears throat> so that has been what you have felt is your personal yeah. purpose. Yeah. Yeah, my, I feel like for me, God is... designed me in such a way that I can speak differently to guys than most people can. I'm a pretty blunt individual, but I've been told I'm blunt in a way that people are okay with being corrected. I don't really understand it, but I I do. That's what I strive for is to help men walk in the fullness of God and what he asks for your life, and that is in righteousness and holiness and in pursuit of his love for you, and his love for those around you. Uh, and I feel like that is my personal call, is to bring men closer in that particular walk. Mm-hmm. And for me, I've been very clearly gifted by God with the gift of teaching. I was headed to be a public school teacher before I found my love yeah. for the Bible, which kind of shifted my trajectory because I found Jesus and then yeah. just wanted to teach about him. And... So that is where I found my purpose is in teaching about the Bible. So wherever teaching about the Bible needs to be done, that is where my heart is at. And that's where my purpose and calling is at. And so that's, you know, kind of how we came to the conclusions of what our own purposes are that we are um, comfortable with and, you know, pretty Mm -hmm. secure in. So I love this. And I know you have some verses, but Psalm 57, 2 says... I have it on my phone here. I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. And when I found this verse, I was telling you that I love that verse because it takes all the stress off of my shoulders 
God fulfills, like yeah. what God's purpose is for you, he will take care of. Like he's yeah. going to enable you to carry that out. And like that should yeah. remove a tremendous amount of stress from anybody who's yeah. looking for their purpose and feels like they haven't found it yet. Yeah. That goes back to uh, where I was going to go, which is probably one of the most infamous verses in Scripture. I'm pretty sure there isn't a home in America that doesn't have Jeremiah 29:11 stitched on a pillow <laughs> or on a, on a wall. Hanging on a wall. And it on says a on a picture, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, uh, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you hope in a future. So the two things to remember. <clears throat> is like we uh, had started. He knew you before you were born. Jeremiah 1, 5. He knew you before you were born. Your plan was established long before you ever existed. His plans for your life in Jeremiah 29, 11 says are to prosper you and not to harm you. So you have to remember that God has a plan for you. He's had a plan from the beginning and that plan is a good plan. It's a plan that's going to yeah. end in a positive place for you. Romans uh, 8, 28. He works all things together for the good for of the those good who love him. doesn't mean he causes him. all things. It means that all things that happen are worked together for the good of those who love yeah. him. It means if he sees a bad thing that happened, like if he's looking out over the future and he sees this negative thing that happened in your life, it means he is going to work that negative thing for the good. It doesn't mean he yeah. caused that negative thing. It means he's working it he's together working for the it good. together, yes. <clears throat> the, um, just, I, I love this topic because... I hated that so many people struggle with it yeah. because tons and tons of people struggle with their purpose. But I love this topic because I spent four years yeah. struggling with my own purpose and yeah. Matt being kind of confused and not really, you didn't really no. know how to help me no. with it at all. It's um, never been really much of an issue for me. But I mean, <clears throat> I've always known that I'm a teacher and then, <clears throat> you know, God sent me to um, seminary so that I could teach about Jesus and I did that, and I loved doing that. I was a children's pastor and then a youth pastor, and for a while I was a lead pastor. And then, and, and I literally thought that I was going to teach people about Jesus in that mm -hmm. way, in yeah. the pastor role forever. Yeah. And then when we left and shut down our church yeah. because of all the stress it was causing us, um, I, I lost my sense of purpose. I didn't know what I was doing anymore. Yeah. And it took me uh, uh, quite a while to come to terms with what God wanted me to be doing, that I was yeah. still a Bible teacher and he had still, you know, given my life mm -hmm. for that purpose, but it was going to be in a different, just a different format yeah. than Absolutely. what I had originally thought is all that it was. Absolutely. But I mean, feeling purposeless, like it, it really throws you for a loop. Like it, it upends your whole entire life. And so I understand why it causes people to um, just struggle, just yeah. struggle with their, their whole lives. And yeah. um, I don't know that you've ever struggled with purpose necessarily, but um, so you don't necessarily get it. It's not an area I relate to. Like yeah. <clears throat> for me, it's my purpose has always been clear uh, that, I'm just to love people and reach people for Christ in my own special way. And, and I'm kind of a goofball, so I have a very special way of reaching people. Uh, and, but even though I did, I never, even though I've never struggled with my purpose, my purpose has never been more clear than it has been recently. Um, <clears throat> even though I've never had an identity crisis or anything like that, yeah. 
God has revealed to me recently that this is what you're here for. And it's to, you know, like we've discussed, it's to reach and draw men closer to, to kingdom work and to, and to the kingdom. So, though I've never struggled with it, it's still something that I'm growing in. Yeah. And I, we talked in the last episode, the first episode, about um, our uh, Christian's overarching purpose. We kind of talked about, um, I think we touched on feeling empty, how you feel empty when you aren't... Yeah. Um, doing the purpose like when I'm not actively teaching about the Bible um, when that's not a role that I'm playing in my day-to-day life I do feel empty like because I know in my innermost being that that is God's purpose for me and so when I'm not doing that yeah I feel I feel empty so I can understand those um, feelings of hardship that people are facing if you don't know what your purpose is but again we talked about our overarching purpose you start there the Great Commission. Our job is to, as, if you're a Christian, that's our foundation. We're to go teach others about Christ, lead them in discipleship. And then our individual purposes don't... Okay, so this is going to be one of my soapboxes. Do not tell me, write and tell me on this video that you do not have any giftings. That yeah. that God has... You can't do anything because... Yeah. That is a dishonor to your creator because, Amen. and it's a biblical inaccuracy because the Bible says that yeah. he gives each yes. one of us giftings. Yes. There are very few Christians that I'm in close contact with who haven't taken one, if not 20 spiritual gifts test. Yeah. But if you happen to be one of those people who for some reason has never come across a spiritual gifts test, take one. But Stop berating yourself and own up to the things that God has given you that you were able to yeah. do. Maybe you're very creative. Maybe you, I don't know. People are good at all kinds of things. I have a, I have friends who are wonderful with animals and they've um, taken that purpose that God gave them and they've made that their ministry. Mm-hmm. Like they've worked it into um, their day-to-day life and what God has given yep. them to be good at. And he put animals on their heart. And so yep. this is how they reach people. There is something that you're good at. There is something on your heart. And where those two things meet is where your ministry is at. We'll put a link in the bio for a spiritual gifts test. Yeah, I've got lots of great spiritual gifts tests that I can put a link in the bio link for it. to for you. So you can take one online or maybe they can be pretty long. Some of them are kind of long. Some of them so. are unnecessarily long. <laughs> unnecessarily long. <laughs> and I think the the idea, like talking about my friend who works with animals and uses that as a ministry, um, like 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, do all to the glory of God. Like mm-hmm. everything we're doing in our day-to-day life should be for the glory of God. Yeah. So we should be doing, you know, everything we can to... And using yeah. all the tools at our disposal to reach other people for Christ and to serve him on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Ephesians 4, 7 says, Christ has generously divided out his gifts to us. Oh, wow. So, like, every single person, whoever you are, has a gift. It doesn't matter. Uh, you would literally be calling God a liar, calling Scripture a liar to say that you don't have a gift. And, so, and that's one of those things, those... I don't know if people do it out of false humility or if they're just putting themselves down or if they really don't believe that God gave them a gift, but you have talents and giftings. The Bible says that you do and you need to own up to them and not be embarrassed about them. And sometimes those giftings are going to, here's a hard one for me. They're going to require you to put yourself out there. So 
my gifting, you know, when I wasn't, you know, wasn't a pastor anymore and God kind of called me to this public speaking and teaching thing, like that has required me to put myself out there and tell people what I am. And that has not been a comfortable mm -hmm. process. And God might call you to those sorts of things, having to put yourself out there yeah. as this is my gifting and I'm good at yeah. it. And you're going to have to be willing to yeah. do that to fulfill purpose. The, this false humility stuff is not going to get you anywhere with God. Like own up to the good things that he's enabled you to do so that you can serve the kingdom and serve it well. So if you don't know what the spiritual gifts are, <clears throat> we call it the fivefold ministry. <clears throat> and it, it's in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 28. It says, And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. So your uh, ministry, your, your gifting, your uh, purpose, go back to the word we're trying to use here, <laughs> your purpose encompasses these gifts in your day-to-day -day life. It encompasses uh, whatever God has gifted you for. There are spiritual gifts uh, for literally everything in every single area. So uh, maybe your gift is organization, then you have a gift of administration. So you would use that in your job, in your home, whatever it is. Maybe your gift is that you pray over people and there's healing. Uh, you can incorporate that and go into the dollar store and just praying over somebody in public or if you just make it even less awkward there's an altar call and someone's up there and needs he needs prayer for healing go up you know everyone that goes up to the altar seems to be pretty okay with people laying hands on and yeah. praying over them so um uh there's i mean this is just a small picture of what uh your giftings are because i mean i believe that your giftings expand well beyond this i mean yeah. it expands oh, yeah. into like some people are really gifted with uh, working on cars and maybe Jesus was a carpenter Jesus was a carpenter so maybe your gifting is like hey I can build really awesome tables okay well then use those really awesome tables for the glory of God and share the and 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 reach people in a specific way that is specific to you um it, it maybe your thing is that you love to Work on cars, change oil for single moms, take care of widows and orphans mm -hmm. with your gifting of yeah. working on cars. Don't accept payment for it. It sounds weird to say in America that don't accept payment for it, but what if somebody can't afford it? Host a free day. Like, sacrifice something about yourself for someone else. Do not seek any return on something in your life that can further another person and draw them closer to the kingdom. I love that you said sacrifice because I it made me think of I think a lot of people also struggle with purpose because they're thinking about me 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 instead of what me 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 can pour out 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 yeah so what ministry does God have what am I good at that I can pour back at the yeah. point is not to be good at something for ourselves yeah. but to be good at something for the good of the yeah. kingdom so that and you're not everyone looking at you because yeah. the, the goal isn't to look at you the goal is to look at him so if they're not looking at you and seeing him, then you're not doing something right. You're, yeah, you're doing exactly. it wrong. So the end goal of whatever it is, whether you're a mechanic, a carpenter, a teacher, a preacher, a, a really good McDonald's drive-through employee, <laughs> whatever it is that they're seeing, they I need to be... I love really good McDonald's drive-through employees. They just fan. make my day. They, they're awesome. <laughs> like those really cheery ones, they oh, make my they day. Oh, they make my day. They're yeah. fantastic. So like whatever it is that you do, 
it does not matter as long as you're pointing it back up to him. If you're using whatever that gifting is to the glory of God, that is what matters. So just, so another reason you might not be finding your purpose is you're searching for it is because it you're looking for something selfishly. And I mean, I, I don't know if you're doing that. You're going to have to look inwardly to see, have I been searching for purpose selfishly yeah. or, you Have know, I been looking for something yeah. that, that, makes me feel good about me and yeah. it's not about feeling good about you that it's about your, your purpose is never going to be no, about you your purpose i can guarantee you is not about you will you feel fulfilled in your purpose yes. whenever you find it absolutely, absolutely you will but if you seek out fulfillment that's where everything becomes self-centered self-focused and then you aren't doing what god's called you to do because you're worried about how this affects me yeah. is this going to make me feel good is this going to put me in the spotlight is this going to uh, get me paid? Is this gonna whatever it is? If it, if the focus is on me, mm -hmm. it's not my it's not my purpose. What giftings has God given you? Who or what has He put on your heart? Has He put people in recovery on your heart? Has He put the homeless on your heart? Yeah. Like, yeah, we as Christians are supposed to serve all of these groups. Absolutely. But there He gifts. But there are people, people that are specifically of, gifted exactly. at it. They are specifically meant to minister <clears throat> to those kind of people, yeah. you know, to certain people. Yeah. So maybe you love youth and you need to go work yeah. with youth. Like there's all kind. like I can't even name all the categories. Yeah. Who or what has God put on your heart and what talents and giftings has he given you? Those are the things that you need to yeah. know to find And don't worry purpose. about getting anything in return. And don't worry. And it's not about you. It's, it's not about your you. Your purpose is never going to be about you. It's not. It's about him. It's about him and uh, the the people that you're leading to him. Yep. So greatest so, commandment. What does he say? The greatest two commandments. He says, love yourself. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not one. It's not. That's not yourself. one. He says, love Others. God, love others. Well, love God. And, and, and love, love God. <laughs> That's it. Love others. Love God. It doesn't say love yourself. I'm yeah. not saying hate yourself. No. I'm saying no, do yourself. Not do that. That, do that's that's, that's that. the opposite. And there, there's too much of that. That's the opposite of what I'm talking about. But the focus shouldn't be on you. Uh, finally, uh, my final point is he will direct your steps. Psalms 37, yep. 23 says he will direct your steps. So whatever it is that you are gifted for, that you're passionate about, that, that you believe that you can provide value to someone else, mm -hmm. do, do it and don't worry because he is directing your steps. He's going to open doors for whatever avenue it is that God's blessed you or, or appointed for you, whatever plans he's made for you, that he made for you before you were even born, whatever those plans are that, he's, that he has laid out for you, have already been established. And you're not going to surprise him and take the wrong path. As long as you are always seeking God, you can't take the wrong path. No. If you are seeking God first, he will loop you, you back along. around. Yeah. If you go right and God wanted you to go left, he wasn't surprised that you went no. right. No. He didn't he's already go, got a plan to bring oh, you back no, around. Oh, <laughs> no. He's going to give you a detour and he's going to bring you back around. All right? So don't stress about going the wrong way. Just understand that he is going to direct your steps. As long as you are, as the Bible says, seek the kingdom, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else is taken care of. If you're seeking God first, everything else is taken care of and he will bring you back around to where he wants you. Yeah. I have the perfect illustration of that. Like I spent like eight or nine months last year just asking God like what he wanted me to do with Beautifully Unbroken, like where he wanted me to go with it. And it took him that much time to answer me. But then 
I just kept asking him, like, where do yeah. you want me to go with this? And then in October of 2022, he just answered me. He was like, I want you to go and visit other ministries. And so I did. But, I mean, you have to you have to press in yeah. for stuff like that. Your, your purpose yeah. is, um, it's not going to be easy <laughs> is where I'm eventually going with that. It's, yeah. You will, it will be fulfilling. It will be wonderful. It will um, make your cup overflowing, but it will not, it's yeah. rarely going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but you got to go. You got to do something, mm-hmm. even if it's wrong. Like I said, even if it's wrong, the Lord will direct your steps. You didn't surprise him. Yeah, he's not startled by anything you, you're doing. As long as you're seeking him first, he's already got a plan to bring you right where he wants yeah. you to go. Uh, that is, I think, key. So getting that overarching foundation of our of our Great Commission, how that impacts our, our day-to-day walk and, and what that means for our day-to-day purpose. And then uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about... So next time we're going to kind of talk about things in our lives that we allow to impede our purpose or influence our purpose when it really shouldn't. Yeah. And Absolutely. how we get caught up in those things and it gets us all confused. Absolutely. And, That's yeah. honestly the one I'm the most excited about of this whole series is getting to that. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's it. So I'm wishing you all God's love and smiles. You don't get to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I hope that was helpful to you. I hope you can sit down, figure out what your giftings are, um, figure out what people group or what God has put on your heart for ministry and uh, reach your purpose. So we are wishing you all God's love and smiles, and we cannot wait to bring you section three. Woo!